Hey guys, welcome to the search bar. Has your marketing gone bitter or sour? Sit back and enjoy top shelf strategies from the search bar, where we're serving up insights for your digital marketing to work successfully. I am your host, Eric Ritter, SEO sommelier and CEO of Digital Neighbor, a friendly neighborhood marketing and SEO agency based right here in Tampa, Florida. For today's episode, we are joined by Mandy Schulis, a mindset coach, author, and speaker to discuss how your personal story can help you reach new levels of success. Welcome, Mandy. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Eric. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is a, a pleasure. I know we chat a little bit ahead of time. Really looking forward to our conversation today. And um, as we always start off with with the roots, just want to get to know you a little bit better for the, the listeners at home as well. If you could just tell me about where you're from, where you grew up a little bit. Well, I am Tampa, South Tampa, actually, born and raised. I'm a nice. rarity. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and I am a military brat, quote unquote, but uh, my dad was retiring by the time they uh, adopted me. I am adopted. Okay. and But I grew up traveling the world. So this has always been home base. I tried yep. to run away a few times and they brought me back. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I love experiencing new things and going new places. Fantastic. Yeah, you, like you said, you don't hear that very often that you're actually a native here. So um, what's your favorite food from Tampa since you're a native here? I'm always curious. Like you grew up here, right? So you've had it from an early age. Cuban sandwich. Cuban sandwich. Especially both of my kids during pregnancy. That's all I wanted. That's what your that's your what your craving was was Cuban sandwiches. That's a pretty good craving. I I could get down with that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, so you've definitely seen Tampa change and grow over the years. Can you talk about that a little bit? You know, Tampa uh, is such a large, small city. It really is. And I always joke with people that if you think there's six, seven degrees of separation, when you come to Tampa, there's maybe three, probably <laughs> two if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, especially when you talk about the online and digital space, everybody's like, it's so huge. It's it's really not because everyone knows each other here. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, um, I almost want to say it's a little incestual. It feels like some <laughs> that's, that's a good word for it, actually. Right. It's like, oh, that person knows that person. Right. And so you, I learned very early on. You know, you want to make connections because they're going to last forever, right? So people that I met when I first moved here, so I moved here in 2009, um, I still um, am still in contact with and people still reach out and it's like, hey, I see you're doing this now. Do you want to partner together on that? You know, so I I definitely um, agree with that. It's like Tampa is like, Everybody kind of knows each other, but it's still it's still keeping that vibe. Even yeah. that it's grown leaps and bounds, especially since COVID, because everybody wanted to move to Florida. Uh, yep. But it's still keeping that vibe, which I'm, I really love. Yeah. So I recently joined the Tampa Bay Chamber, and I was at the um, the inaugural kind of meeting where they introduce you to everyone and everything. And they shared that year over year membership has grown thirty percent, which is a big jump because everybody. To your point, everybody's moving here and they're moving their businesses here. And, um, but we're still keeping that vibe, which I, I think is fantastic. And we're not, hopefully we're not going to lose that, you know, because we want to stay Tampa strong. Right. 100%. Cool. So um, we know where you're from. We know where you grew up and you, how you've seen Tampa grow. So what, what drives you, Mandy? Oh boy. Uh, purpose. Uh, that everyone's story has a purpose and that we are all here to learn from one another. I shared with you previously that I am a teacher at heart. And I 100% believe uh, I should have been a journalist, potentially, because <laughs> yeah. I love the stories behind people. Um, that, that is a, definitely what drives me is, is purpose. Nice. Very cool. 
So how did you become interested, let's pivot a little bit, to digital marketing, and how do you use storytelling to make your marketing efforts even better? Well, this whole journey started two years ago when I retired. Uh, I was a massage therapist for many, many years, and I have an MBA. I have all the, the fancy degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I couldn't do massage anymore, I was like, okay, I can do digital marketing. This is something I understand and, and know very, very well. So I got into doing SEO because it fascinated me. Yeah. Uh, and like, so I was a neuromuscular therapist, which is all about patterns and yeah. figuring out the pain points, which SEO is a lot of that. <laughs> For sure. But as I got into doing digital marketing and, and the you know, social media and SEO, I kept hearing what people weren't saying, which is what their story was. And I'm sure you have this experience where people don't care what your product does. They care about how it can help and how you make them feel yep. like doing business with you. And people just kept missing the mark on that. That's so true. Um, I watched a video over the weekend and I don't know who to credit this to, but um, the analogy I said is don't sell the drill, sell the hole, right? And that's so true is like people don't care, you know, that you're selling a drill, they care what it can do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I think that, that really hits home. So thank you for sharing that. So let's move on to time to grow here on the search bar. And so just curious, Mandy, when when and how did you transition from novice to expert in digital marketing? Because you mentioned it's something that interested you. By the way, what a, what a cool kind of career that you've had, by the way, going from massage therapist with an MBA um, to digital marketing. So, you know, how... How did that transition go from that and then even from being a novice to being an expert at digital marketing? I'm not sure when I actually got comfortable with the term expert. Uh, it just kind of <laughs> happened. My client started informing me I was an expert, especially a story expert, and uh, I just rolled with it. I figure if yeah. they think I am, then I must be. Um, but I would say it was when I realized what I had to sell worked, uh, mm-hmm. and I'd seen it work over and over and over again. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. So you're kind of building up those case studies, right? Exactly. And you're helping clients move the needle, right? Their, their investment in you is paying off. Exactly. That's, that's fantastic. And um, so what did it take for you to grow in advance? Like what did you do in order to deliver those, those, um, those items and kind of um, make your clients happy enough that they would call you an expert? Well, I never, ever, ever BS my clients. I will always tell them, I am going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work. You know, I I use the three-month rule, usually give it at least 90 days for us to determine a pattern. Uh, I'm just always very honest with people, and I use myself as a guinea pig. I love that. And I think honesty is so important, right, especially in the world of digital marketing, where a lot of times it's like a black box. People are like, hey, um, I'm going to charge you this much, It's going to go, and then we're going to do... SEO, we're going to do digital marketing, whatever that is. And then, oops, it worked or it didn't work, right? So I think being honest about we're going to try this is what we're going to do. And kind of having that um, transparency, I think, is is really refreshing. So I love that. That's really cool. So let's talk about um, one project. Maybe we talked about like, you know, several cases, you know, how you kind of um, realize that you're doing a good thing for clients here. Is there any one project that you're really proud of that you want to share? Oh, yeah. He's going to laugh when he hears this. Um, (laughs) So when I was a struggling, broke, single mom, I signed a lease to sublease uh, the side of a very old building that's off McDill, right next to Cruise Cellars, where one of your uh, events was, uh, South Tampa Auto Boutique. And 
I struggle with, I say I'm branded for women, but the truth is, is I have several men that are clients and I'm like, I really need to take that part out of my, my title because everyone needs their story told. Absolutely. Um, and when, what happened was, is I had just started transitioning into storytelling and I was still doing a lot of SEO. I still do. And I could hear in his voice how upset he was. I was calling about something completely unrelated, but I'd known him a long time. And I said, you know, how, what's going on with you? Like, you don't even sound right. And he broke down. Like I, the combination of anger and sadness that I heard with him, he had not only wasted thousands and thousands of dollars, his uh, then business partner had up and left him and he had no idea. He always jokes that he's a dumb old country boy from North Carolina. He has no idea how to do any of this. So it took seven and a half months because he was on like page five. And this was a, an established business mm -hmm. of sharing his story of why he actually quit a very lucrative managerial position uh, with the automotive industry and decided to do his own thing. And uh, one thing that I very firmly believe in is that corner store mentality, taking it back old school where people, you know, handshake was good enough and he operates that way. And so do I. So I told him, I said, you know, I'm still new in this industry. I think this will work. And it has in spades. He's at, I think he, well, I just checked it this morning. He is number two under sponsored because, you know, you're not going to be sure, dads. Of course. Um, and I think for one part of his business and number four under the other. And I'm, you know, I'm very, very, very proud of that. That's fantastic. I mean, from page five all the way up there to the top of page one, can you share kind of any tactics or anything that you, any tips for our listeners of kind of what you did in order to help him achieve that? Well, for one thing, we, of course, we share any um, new cars we get in, things like that, but we always share why we're doing business this way. Mm -hmm. um, we share about our kids, his kids, my kids, like I, I'm very much, it's funny, he will call me and be like, Mandy, how do I handle this? <laughs> uh, but kind, kind of the, the digital marketer in his pocket, but I'm very proud of that. Um, so above all else, we do things differently. We don't just share what our inventory is. Uh, we tell stories about what his life is like, why he does things, what his background is. And that's something nobody else is really doing. That's great to kind of have that differentiating factor, right? And a lot of times um, in SEO, that can be, a, can be the way to go, right? And not even a lot of times, you know, you're proven that it's a, a, a very viable strategy is, you know, if you're doing it different than everyone else, right? Because that's, you're going to be rewarded for that because you're, you're standing out from the pack, you're making a difference there, um, or you're showing something that's different, and you're building that trust and authenticity, right? Because a lot of times, like for me personally, clients are like, hey, I'm this really established business, you know, um, why am I not at the top of Google, right? Because it used to be so easy, you know, you're walking through the mall, and you're like, oh, that store has been around forever, I trust them. But online, anybody can put up a website in five minutes and be at the top. So I think, like you said, kind of that mentality, kind of that old school mentality, transferring that online to the um, what you're doing is, is genius. Oh, I love you. that. So we're still talking about um, digital here. So let's talk about barrels of wisdom and probably my favorite question of the podcast. So I hope you're ready for it. I am. I am. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So what is the last thing in your search bar and why did you search for that, Mandy? Well, I actually had a phone call with... Um, Alexis, an uh, amazing PR person, and we were doing looking to collaborate with somebody that I don't think it's going to work out, but it was very, very funny because she on the call, her assistant said, none of your uh, videos or things that you've been featured in are coming on, and I was like, there's no way. My last name is so unique. Yeah. Uh, there's no way, and 
they had no way of knowing that my background is part of SEO. And of course, I, you know, typed in exactly what my title is, everything. First thing, everything came up, turned off my location, made sure it was still coming up. And I was like, here you go. And I emailed her all the links. And I was like, okay. And I, I realized later it was kind of a way to just, uh, you know, call out something she thought was, you know, done poorly or whatever the case may be. But I had to laugh because I was like, I know for a fact, if yeah. you Google any of my stuff, it comes up right at the top of the page. <laughs> right. And so they, but they were saying that wasn't happening. Yes. That's so strange. Uh, I, th- I think it was a way it was, uh, you know, wizard behind the curtain. It was a, an organization that was approaching me to do business with them. And, uh, you know, there is that kill or be killed mentality in business. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know me well enough to know that does not work. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's almost like, um, which I've had happen to me is a client's like, Oh, I had, um, someone did an audit of what you're doing. Right. And look at all this stuff you're doing wrong. And I'm like, I can do an audit of myself and make myself look much worse than what they did here. Right. Exactly. If I'm trying to sell something, <laughs> of course I'm going to throw them under the bus. Right. So it almost seems like that's what happened here exactly. is where they're trying to make you look intentionally bad. So luckily you knew enough about SEO and search to correct that. Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. make sure. So <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. Like, yeah, because your name, if you search your name, everything's going to come up unless something is catastrophically wrong. Exactly. So that's so strange. Yeah. I had a good chuckle about it. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. You know, thank you for sharing that. All right. So let's talk about marketing and coaching. Right. So that's what you're doing. You're be- they're becoming more and more intertwined now. Um, so what are you doing for yourself? We kind of talked a little bit there, what you searched for yourself there and your clients to stay on top of the trends in the business world. Cause you know, we all know things are always evolving. So what are you doing to make sure that yourself, that you yourself and your clients are staying on top of any trends? Well, for one thing is I, I hesitate to really latch onto the, you know, the algorithm or trends. And while I am aware, we do have to take, you know, things do happen. Yeah. You have to stay on top of them. I think playing the long game is much, much smarter. And that's part of why I'm, I lean so hard into storytelling. And again, I'm very honest with my clients. This could take six months. It probably won't, but it could. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the gentleman I shared with you about previously, it took four months. I took over in October. By February, he was on page one. That's fantastic. That's really good. So I call that sustainable SEO or sustainable digital marketing, right? As to your point, latching onto the algorithms, you're just chasing the next shiny object. Exactly. Right. So I always tell my clients, if an algorithm update happens, you should actually be doing better afterwards because you're getting rewarded for doing it the right way all along. Like, oh, Google wants your website to look good on mobile. It's like, well, you should have cared about mobile the whole time, right? Why were you ignoring mobile phones, right? Or they want to have credibility on the website. You know, why weren't you talking about yourself to make yourself credible to your point about storytelling, why you're doing things, right? So you're only going to get rewarded for that more and more. So I couldn't agree more. That's so true. So let's talk about books or resources. Is there anything you can recommend for our listeners? Well, from a mindset perspective, The Big Leap is one of my favorites. And uh, I believe Gay Hendricks is the author. And it talks about being willing to do the really hard thing that you're avoiding, because that's where your zone of genius is. Okay. And I spent a long, long time believing that massage therapy was my zone of genius. And it was in so many ways at that time. But now with storytelling and digital marketing and helping people see the power behind their stories, that is like, it's almost addictive. I love that. That's so cool. So um, I've read a similar book called Eat That Frog, Mm -hmm. which I don't know who that's by, but it's like you want to, you know, every day you want to do the thing you're trying to avoid first. And it's probably for me personally, 
I know this is an interview about you, Mandy, but just to share real quick is I love avoiding everything, right? So I get that. reading, reading the book that says, do the hardest thing first to get out of the way was so eye opening for me. That makes so much sense. Why didn't I just do that? And so to your point is, um, for the, your book recommendation, I definitely need to check that out as well, because to figure out kind of like what, what's missing, what am I missing out on? Or as you know, if you're listening at home, what are you missing out on as well? Um, and I just can't wait to check. Is there any other books or resources? Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the exact title and it was one that I, I think we spoke about previously, oh, yeah. but, um, it was called, they ask you answer. Mm-hmm. And since we are talking about digital marketing, yeah. it, it, and they do have a certification and all like everybody else does. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, when I read the book, it made so much sense because again, going back to teaching, if you are teaching your audience, you will have a cult like following no matter what you do, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if you are not crap. <laughs> it's, yeah. If you know what you're talking about and you're willing to teach, and that's what it, it talks about is, is that SEO, that long game strategy of if you are literally answering the questions that people are Googling, you know, nobody's going to be like, you know, please sell my pre-owned vehicle for a top dollar. But no, it's get me the most car used, you know, right. cash for exactly. my used car. Right. So it's just we get so lost in what the semantics are that we forget to be human. So true. I mean, Again, we don't want to turn this into a whole SEO thing, but, you know, on the SEO side is we so often get lost into what do the robots want, what do they, versus the human, right? So we lose that human touch of kind of, you know, oh, what needs to be this many characters? It has needs to have the keyword in there as many times. It's like nobody, I mean, sure, you know, that can be a great foundation, but in order to really rise above is you need to do things differently. You need to do things that stand out and write for the human, not for the algorithm. Exactly. And that actually is part of how the mindset portion became part of my coaching title is because people are scared to tell their stories and they don't understand. They're like, who cares about who I am? And I was on the phone with a client prior to to being here with you today. And I had to explain to her, I was like, people already think you're an expert. That's why you keep getting these questions. The more you lean into it, the better this is going to feel. But the more you fight it, the harder this is going to be. We're um, a lot of times our own worst enemy. Right. And so I think that you're doing a fantastic thing of kind of coaching people around that to be successful. I think a lot of people need that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Let's move on to the perfect poor. Um, I've heard from listeners, this is a lot of listeners' favorite section. So we're going to talk about, um, actually, I haven't, but it sounded good, didn't it? So I was kind of <laughs> stuffing the ballot there a little bit. After <laughs> this, it's going to be everybody's favorite segment here once we hear your perfect poor. Oh my gosh. Okay. So no no pressure. pressure. Right. <laughs> So let's do it, okay? Okay. So we sent you a Mad Libs, a.k.a. fill-in-the-blanks story to help create a wine label, right? We got some wine here, which we're very good. We're not opening until afterwards, just so everybody listening at home knows. There are wine bottles here, but they've not been opened yet, right? Because Mandy's going to create a wine label for us, and I want to see what you came up with, right? So what we do is um, you're just going to read out kind of um, if you had to create a wine bottle with your own marketing blend, what would that look like? Mandy's sizzling story sauce. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> I was please. thinking of hot sauce when I wrote this out, too. <laughs> I was like, you know, a little bitter, a little sweet. I love that. Best of both worlds there. It's, necess- it's a necessary thing if you want to stick out. Absolutely. I love it. So what are the two ingredients that you're using in your bottle? Storytelling and strategy. I, I get this question all the time of, are you a business coach? Are you a mindset coach? And I'm, I'm both. Because with the wrong mindset, your business, it may be successful, but it won't ever be successful as what you want. 
and with the wrong strategy, then it, you don't even know where you're going. Absolutely. I mean, it's like peanut butter and jelly, right? Exactly. Or chocolate and peanut butter of your Reese's, I guess, right? Ooh, that's I can't go into. Sorry, you, you, you're, <laughs> you're talking about hot sauce. I guess I'm thinking about, you know, lunch here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but I love the, the come back to storytelling and strategy, right? I think strategy is the center of everything, right? Without strategy, you might as well pack your bag and you don't have a chance. But I, I love kind of the, the storytelling aspect of that as well. The, would you call it strategic storytelling or would that make sense? So my, my uh, quote unquote announcement for the rebrand and everything else that is, is happening very, very soon uh, is mindset and story strategist because everything I do is strategy. I love it. I just gave the chef's kiss for those listening at home and not watching the video here. So, you know, that was, I love that, man. That's really cool. Thank you. Um, so then let's talk about who this blend is best for. Entrepreneurs that are looking to build a legacy brand. So Apple mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, care if it's Apple. It's Apple because of Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And most recognizable brands are not recognizable because of even, even innovation. It's the person that created it. I love that. So what are your, sorry, I'm just going to ask a question here. Yeah, little off topic. So what do you think of Elon Musk? Do you think uh, he's creating a good legacy for himself or not? Because when you said Steve Jobs, everybody thinks positive, right? Mm -hmm. But it, I wonder if it could go like the opposite way, like what Elon's doing there. I'm just curious. Well, as with any expert, there is a danger of getting too big for your britches. And going yep. back to the teaching and, and, and whatnot is I also, my father who passed away in 2020 taught me something and he always told me that the day you think you know everything is the day you should give up. That's a very smart, man. I love that. That's so true. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of threw you a curveball there. I was just kind of curious, you know, when you mentioned Steve Jobs there, because, you know, creating that cult-like brand following, you know, I, I think is genius, right? And so um, we're talking about that, doing that even at a smaller scale, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, obviously Apple's probably the most valuable company in the world at this point, right? But it sounds like you could also do that as an entrepreneur just starting out, right? Could you talk about that a little bit? Oh, 100%. I, so the interesting thing is I am always a student. And when I tell people that I was a massage therapist for 16 years, but I have an, a master's in business and, and my tracks were sustainability and marketing, people go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it was because I wanted to understand why my business was successful. Yeah. And I also wanted to be able to, like, be able to have a repeatable strategy. So I guess uh, I'm, I am a little woo. So whether you think it was like my ESP or whatever, I knew I couldn't do massage therapy forever. But I knew that in business, most things are transferable. So I wanted to understand what that would be. And people don't really look at business that way. They're always chasing this, the shiny object, mm -hmm. as you put. Yep. But the truth of the matter is, is almost everyone that I serve, all of my clients, are trying to solve the problems that they themselves had. Right. And they forget that. So true, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so I listen to a lot of other podcasts, not that we want to promote them here, but um, I really like um, how I built this. I don't know if you've listened to that with mm -hmm. Guy Ross. And um, to your point, that is a lot of times the story of, you know, how businesses start. You know, it's like I needed a better energy bar. There was nothing on the shelf or I wanted a better dessert treat that's healthier for me, you know, and so I'm solving that problem and building a great business, you know, so that's such a good point is to have people kind of remember that bit more. That's actually how I became a story coach, quote unquote, a story okay. coach is I kept coming back to people who were talking about keywords and not again, not to make it all about SEO, but 
I just wanted to shake them a little bit and be like, you're missing what is yours. What is 100% yours? You're just putting it up on the shelf like it doesn't matter when that is what's going to unlock everything for you. Like I said, what you're doing is such a fantastic um, thing there, Mandy. Um, and we're getting towards the end here. So I'm just curious, do you have any final tips or tricks or anything you want to share with our listeners? Telling your story can be scary, but if you are like me and love strategy and love looking at what the end game is, if you look at your story like building blocks, so you don't have to tell all of it. I have a kind of crazy story, but I don't tell all of it all the time Mm -hmm. and it's yours. So it's kind of like digging for gold. And when you start thinking about it that way, it's not quite so scary. I love it. Mandy, thank you so much for being on here on the search bar. Really enjoyed our conversation. Um, And cheers, everyone at home. Um, Thank you for joining us here at the search bar. You can connect with Mandy and me on LinkedIn. Follow Mandy everywhere online. She puts up great content, great videos. So make sure you find Mandy Shulis online. We'll also put all the links in the show notes for everyone in there. So you can find those. Um, So you can directly under the episode and in the episode description. And of course, if you have any SEO or digital marketing questions, feel free to reach out to me directly on LinkedIn as the CEO of Digital Neighbor, the SEO agency. You can probably tell I love talking about this topic. We hope Mandy and I filled your glass with digital wisdom and we're looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Search Bar. Thank you.